Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They triple dog dare you, Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest, Jim Flanagan. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. And Mitch. And today we've got Jim Flanagan on the show. You may know him on Twitter as the Crypto Keeper. Jim is a Litecoin Foundation member, and he's the creator of the Litecoin app. But before we start talking to Jim, let's go ahead and grab that crypto news from the Crypto Gent. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners, and welcome to the Cryptocurrency News in a flash with the Crypto Gent. Donald Trump has been tweeting about Bitcoin and Libra, and he's saying that it is bad and that it's not any form of value whatsoever. That's why the Crypto Gent's been on there and placed a couple of comments about all these darn lies. Go and join in if you can, and join in with some comments on the Crypto Campfire podcast as well. Brazilian state launches blockchain platform for government contract bids. And the Ethereum-based app Veil is no more. That's the cryptocurrency news in a flash with the crypto gent, and it's back to you, Professor. Thanks, crypto gent. Oh my goodness, thanks, crypto gent. Yes, indeed. You know what a week, what a week this has been. It's it's Thursday, and uh, I like to call it Thinking Thursday. I've been thinking all day of what to put out on Twitter to follow my thinking Thursdays outside of my wicked Wednesday. Um, I, you know, the, the funny thing this morning was I, I opened up, you know, I, I went through Twitter. I went through my typical morning routine. And then I, last thing I always do is I'll open up my, uh, my Binance account or, or the Binance exchange and take a look at the market. And it was so red. And I was like, Oh my God, look at this. I took a picture <laughs> and I was like, check out this fire sale. Holy smokes. You know? So that. yeah, it was, it was crazy. I was like, Oh my God. So, you know, the first you get that brief cold chill. And then after that, you're like, okay, what am I going to buy? <laughs> <laughs> so it is time to load up the shopping cart. That's right. That's right. You know, let's go shopping. So it was definitely an interesting morning to say the least. Um, and I just had a pretty busy day. It's, it's been, uh, it's been crazy and trying to get so many things accomplished so that I have more time for my crypto. Um, and that's uh that's like my goal now. Okay, how fast can I get everything I gotta get done and then I can get into my crypto? So, you know, it's just quite a journey. And you know, this is awesome. Uh having having Jim on the show. I'm excited to speak with him. Him and I met in uh in New Jersey and it was quite a quite a conversation and a, a really good uh meeting between the two of us. So and without further ado, uh Jim, how you been, bud? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, man. Welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thanks, Professor. Oh my goodness. This will be a good evening, man. I'm I'm really uh really excited about it. So how was your fourth of July, bro? Well, uh it it was uh my first fourth of July on the East Coast. So that was kind of weird. So okay. all my friends uh you know, I, I called them up to see what they were doing and they're like, uh Dude, it's it's uh it's like four o'clock. I'm like, all right. Uh, so I'm not quite used to the to the hour change from California to New Jersey, but uh, we had a great time too. Also, um, I mentioned earlier we were giving away a Litecoin on the Litecoin app, and 
we got a, a lucky winner and sent them out a Litecoin. Got it on Twitter, of course. Nice. And um, nice. also, my Twitter handle. There's a couple of us out there named Crypto Keeper. Mm-hmm. So just to be uh, clarify, it's Crypto underscore Keeper underscore J. So that's right. that's that. So um, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a nice Fourth of July. First day off in a while, so. I took it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you still spent it doing crypto related things. Imagine that. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, pretty much I wake up, it's crypto. Like you said, I, I check yep. in to see what the markets are red or green. I do my Twitter. I'm in about 10 different Twitter channels. I hop on Slack to see what the Litecoin Foundation wants me to do. Last year, uh, I was at the very first Litecoin Foundation in San Francisco Summit in San Francisco, and it was amazing. Um, I know a lot of us talked about after Bitcoin Ben's meetup, that buzz you feel for a week. Um, oh, yeah. Or maybe even two weeks. Uh, put it this way. I'm still not over it. I'm still Me either. Not over it. Me either. And I'm, I'm still, still not on that over bus. The Litecoin Summit in, in last year. It that it was that much of a buzz. I got to meet um uh, God uh Crypto Capital you met God? Venture, right? Dan the, I met God. I met God. <laughs> Satoshi Nakamoto was there. He was undercover, but he was there. So uh, can you arrange so, that podcast for us? Right. I, yeah. <laughs> so I got to I got to meet some wonderful people. You know, I met John Moore for the first time and Alan Austin for the first time and uh John Kim for the first time and Charlie Lee and Bitcoin Ben and Dan and Sarah from Crypto Capital Venture and it was amazing and they put us together pretty much like as volunteers where they they basically said Here's what we need y'all to do. Uh, we've never done this before, so we hope it works. And they kicked it off, and we had a blast for three days. It was amazing. So this year, um, our group yeah, is getting together year. and subletting out different jobs. Um, my job for this year is to help with uh, sponsors, sponsor relations, and and acquiring some sponsors. And right now we have some uh, spots available for sponsors. So if there's anybody out there that wants to get a hold of me, you know, I'm not trying to plug anything for me. This is specifically going to highlight their company. Um, we basically have like a main booth with a lot of different things that you get, you know, for that sponsorship. Which is, uh, and then we have like the uh, platinum tier, the gold tier, and the silver tier, and then we have like for your just your normal Joe Blow, we actually have a digital tier, um, to where you can digitally um, sponsor get sponsored, where it's it's basically just you know you're an, a mentioned name, you get some perks that go along with it, but this this, are you gonna go, Mitch? Are you going to Vegas? I am going to say I'm about 90% sure I'm going to Vegas and it all, we really don't have confirmation on our California ordeal with CIS. I shouldn't say ordeal with our California engagement with CIS 
Um, so I'm kind of leaning towards a more sure thing of the Litecoin Summit as my October, or hopefully as our, the professor and myself, the crypto campfire, uh, you know, as our goal to go to that. So yeah, it's definitely on well, um, the on the. Alon did say it's the over DM. Alon said it was a sure thing, so I'm pretty sure we're we're golden on CIS. So keep that. Do in we mind. have a date? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I already is... took the days off work. It's uh, whatever date the convention is. Let me look it up here. Oh, well, it's so nice of you to, you know, coincide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that <laughs> was in the group We talked about this. It probably was. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, it, I'll there. take the heat for that. I'll, I'll take the that. heat It's for on that. October so, 15th through the 16th. Oh, see, that's perfect. That gives me four days to come home and get back to Vegas or go right from California to Texas hang out with my dad in texas and then go to vegas i'm down with that i'll figure that out that's not out. a bad idea perfect yeah, Hell no, that's, no. A, that's a wonderful idea god i might come back to an empty house but i'm going no, <laughs> so what dates are vegas isn't always a bad thing uh, it's the 28th and the 29th so that would be oh, okay. the monday and tuesday um so just just to throw out some names, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of who's going to be speaking. Obviously, Charlie Lee, uh, members of the Litecoin Foundation. Oh, I won't. I won't go through all of these guys, but we've got Ben Askren will be there, uh, the MMA fighter. We got Landon Castle, the NASCAR driver. Uh, Tyler Atkinson, ex Dodger. Um, Oh my God! Wait. Oh, okay. I'm gonna misspell pronounce his name. Didi Tahudu, the Bitcoin family guy. He's gonna be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, Justin Vendetta mentioned he, him. Mentioned him yeah, on the last podcast. Yeah. He's gonna be awesome. Uh, Nye's gonna be there. Bix Weir's gonna be there. Um, Naomi's gonna be there. Our voice, our voice of Litecoin, Brian Haggerty will be there. And, um, oh, looking for his name right now. He was a the ice skater, the speed skater. Oh, oh, Apollo Ono, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be there. Basically, it's going to be a, I mean, it's going to be a blast. This one's probably going to, um, just blow the first one out of the water. Not to mention, you know, San Francisco's awesome place to go, awesome place to visit. But when you talk about Las Vegas and things happening in Las Vegas, it just is like 10 times bigger. I'm not sure if you guys have ever gone to Vegas, but it, I've uh, been there once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I used I'm to go a... there every other weekend for about six years straight. Oh my God. It was amazing. It's fun. So let me ask you, what would what would it actually take for us to grab a small booth spot in the convention? Or is that not a possibility as far no, as okay. crypto campfire? It's absolutely a possibility. It is um, a little bit expensive. So we have, okay. uh, like, for example, a digital sponsor. Digital sponsors are available for $300, which includes your brand logo on the summit 2019 website only that's basically it um the silver sponsor package you get an eight by eight exhibit booth 
two conference passes includes food and non-alcoholic beverages. Your brand logo on the Summit website. Your brand logo on the uh, main entrance. Brand logo in the bi-weekly Litecoin Foundation newsletter. And a monthly tweet from the Litecoin Foundation with your sponsor's membership mention. Uh, and that's 4000 bucks. Then it goes up from Sweet. there. Yeah. So Ooh. I am actually trying to be the one guy that gets the title sponsor. The title sponsorship is $32,000, which Oof. some companies is a nice little write-off. You get the yeah. biggest booth. There's only one of you. It's right like at the front middle. You get 10 passes, the logo website, the uh, your name on the lanyards. Um, logo on the sign and in the food beverage lounge. So you're basically plastered all over. You get interviewed by um, Wild West Crypto Show and mentioned on the Magical Crypto Friends panel. Good so Lord. A lot of, you know what? So how many of those spots are there for that 32 grand? There's just one. So nice. amongst us that are trying to, to get the sponsors to sign up, um, I'm actually really trying to get this one. I have a few people in mind, but um, what's neat too is okay. So once we do that, that's not that's not my only job. Once we get there, I'll be helping the sponsors get set up, uh, get them familiar with what we're doing, show them around, uh, take care of their needs, whatever they need. You know, that's usually what I do. I just go around and and help people as a Litecoin uh, Foundation volunteer. So. So last year, while I was doing that, Charlie came up to me and said, hey, Jim, I got a box of 100 blue, um, you know, his Litecoin logo, um, you know, his little moon guy. So I go, okay, cool. So I'm folding them up and I'm folding them up and mediums and smalls. And then next thing you know, there's a line of people, about 300 people, and they all came out of uh, where Charlie was speaking. And they're all looking at me. He must have told them over at the Litecoin <laughs> booth, get, get your shirts. So I'm standing there by myself going, holy shit. And they're like, can I get a medium? Can I get a large? Can I get a small? Can I? And I'm like, wait a minute, back up. There's too many of you. So I just started throwing shirts. It was it was so much fun. Just started throwing <laughs> shirts. And of course, Charlie gave a lot of his stuff um, out to the public for free. There was no charge to anything. But... That's it's cool. it's pretty amazing because you know there's so much talked about with Charlie and what he did um, with selling his crypto and and if you oh, notice yeah. you'll you'll start hearing a lot more about our freedoms the fact that Bitcoin and Litecoin is not owned by a company or an entity and that couldn't have been said a year ago you know. True. So it's ours. No, it couldn't have. Literally ours. Right. And it's it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, which is why oh, you're so busy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, Jim, I got to ask you, you're the creator of the Litecoin app. Um, are you actually a developer? Did you develop that app or are you uh, just the owner of this from a business perspective? Oh, okay. That's a great question. <laughs> I'm a guy that builds things for a living. When I was younger, I built, um, you know, a bicycle or like whatever I wanted, I built it. Um, my parents were Western regional managers for AT&T when I was just a kid. Uh, I'm 50 years old. And so 
we had cell phones and laptops before anybody. And so I was really savvy with um, technology. And I just go out and if I want to do something, I go find out how to do it and then I go do it. That's just basically it. So I looked up how to build your own app. I started with a platform that I used before on a website I had built a long time ago. It was kind of like Angie's List. So I developed a format similar to that where you had like your own little link um, with a with with who you are, where you were, how people could get a hold of you, and just started building this database. And I've got probably over a thousand companies that are on the app, and that's worldwide. And I've got probably close to fifteen thousand ATM locations around the world on the app. <laughs> so if you have the app and you were to look up something, it'll just pull up everything that's available to you within a thousand miles. Um, now, let's say you live in Davenport, Iowa. And I know there's nothing in Davenport, Iowa, because I inputted all the information. Um, <laughs> you could buy still over 40 different companies we have online, from Hot Fuel Coffee to... Um, uh, uh, gambling websites. We've got nutritional websites, home therapy. We've got Bit Ninja. We've got you know, uh, uh, cheap air. You know, the list goes on for things that you can just go get online. And then I went a little bit farther and did meetup groups as well. So on there, um, if people post to me or or write to me, or you can use through the app, you can sign up. Uh, a meetup you can you can put a picture you can put a time a date and it's free my main oh, goal wow. with that was colleges yeah to get the college kids to to get together and be able to do meetups without paying money for that meetup um it, it costs money to do meetup so i right. did it where it's just free you know i'm just trying to put everything out there for free uh, as best I can. I've yet today accepted any money or asked for any money for the Litecoin app. And I've That's given awesome. away three Litecoin um, just as giveaways. Our first one was $43. Our second one was $62. And this last one we gave away was 119 bucks. And they're nice. just going to keep getting bigger. That's for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. Right? So I'm hopefully going to have some surprises for everybody, um, all the Litecoin app members, um, with regards to the Litecoin Summit, you have to stick around for that. That's awesome. Oh my God, right? Maybe more I'm importantly, so looking to no KYC. You can put, you need to be a member. You have to, but you can put any information you want, any phone number, any email, you're auto approved. So rather than needing your personal information, a lot of the things I do utilize your loaf wallet which there's also a loaf wallet link on the app that you can go get your loaf wallet so what inspired you to build this app huh. the buzz from damn john kim and um the litecoin foundation and the summit i got home and i literally said to the foundation what do you want me to do Name it and I'll do it. They said, we're looking to get donations, you know, uh, 
try to keep keep the foundation afloat. You know, just go out there, get sponsors. Um, and you know, if if you have any ideas, I said, listen, what about an app? What about an app? It tells you, you know, and I basically explained it just on the fly, and they were like. Well, you know, I don't know how much that's going to cost a month, and we got to get a developer and blah blah blah. Two weeks later, I had the main premise working on a, um, a test, you know, a beta version to where it wasn't available in the stores, and they were like, "Oh, that's kind of cool," you know. And I had the meetups, and I had this, and I had the ATMs, and I just kept building the spreadsheet, and I just kept making it bigger. And finally, I said, "Do you guys want to do this?" And they were like, "Well, we don't know." how it would continually get updated. And I said, I'd do that. And they said, well, we don't know how much it's going to cost. And I said, well, I'll, I'll take care of that. And finally, I just said, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Just going to do it. I'm going to, you know, I love the Litecoin Foundation, but shit or get off the pot. That's my <laughs> motto. Right. And uh, I did it. And they, they backed it uh, verbally. And Charlie said, it's fine, you know. That's again what I love about Litecoin. There was no copyright, there was no infringements, there was no, you know, none of that shit. We just did it. It's all community driven, man. Exactly. Crypto in general, man. The the whole community runs everything. It's great. Yeah, we have a great community. Oh yeah. So unbelievable. Yes, indeed. I I've experienced it firsthand, and am proud to say that I'm a part of that family with a bunch of people. So. Um, I'm all about it. It's so pretty amazing. It is. Jim, in your opinion, what's the most promising use case in the crypto space other than a payment method? That's a great question because I've always been stuck on it as a payment method. And there's so many different payment methods. But if you can think of the bigger picture of a payment method with regards to other countries, the fact that the United States is a melting pot of multiple cultures and countries melted into one right and to be able to send your family in nicaragua or china wherever to send them money in a a quick cheap inexpensive way um and you know you're guaranteeing it's going to get to them well right that's saying that's like super important sure and that's saying that the currency the currency projects that are in crypto, you know, and sending those currency projects, the cur- the currency itself is is an important thing. And of course it is, you know, but but other than the payment mm-hmm. method, other than sending funds, other than using a, you know, a coin that is uh, has currency value. What other promising projects do you see in the space that, you know, are beneficial to crypto and beneficial to people other than you know the money side of things yeah so it would be that that in a nutshell the blockchain the security protocols that are with the blockchain people's information uh being secure but more importantly uh, and we just talked about it is the fact that we have entrepreneurs that weren't entrepreneurs prior to crypto it opened up the gateway for ideas and individuals to create whether it's the clothing lines or shoes or 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 these giveaways and foundation uh donations like with the uh, litecoin lisa and 
just to be able to join together as a community and anything that can bring people together in a positive light to me is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, cryptocurrency to me was always more than just money. It, it, and it always had to do with um, that camaraderie amongst people. And you got to experience it with me. I got oh, to yeah. experience it with you. Um, yep. But as, as for projects themselves, projects, well, of course, anything to do with blockchain. If they start to implement, like IBM has its own blockchain, if, if we can get the, the governments to switch over to blockchain and use cryptocurrency, hopefully that, that does benefit everybody. Um, not just the rich. I said this right. about two weeks ago to my buddy. I said, when you see Litecoin or cryptocurrency on the 50-yard line of a football game, <laughs> we've made it. And today I heard about the Dolphins accepting Litecoin. And I was like, "Oh, really? unbelievable. You didn't hear about that? No. No. Did not. no. Uh, yeah, won't well, look that up real quick. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so is it the, is it their actual uh, the actual dolphins or, themselves are accepting it, or is it just another ticket outlet that's accepting it? No, you know the dolphins right. out in the ocean are taking Litecoin now. No, um, <laughs> Stephen Stephen Ross, he's making um, it so there's kiosks now inside the Dolphin Stadium. Right, that's that's what I was asking is if it was actually at the stadium or if it was just like a, a third party ticket retailer or something. Yeah, no, it's at the stadium. There'll be kiosks at the stadium. You can do there like anytime they have like their special donation nights or or buy um buying merchandise or anything like that. They're gonna have a specific crypto currency Litecoin basically um payment method for such transactions. Um, Dan from Crypto Capital Venture came out today. He had a live video out this morning about it, um, and it's it's pretty big. It's it's pretty big news. Cool. We'll definitely yeah, have so to check that out for sure. Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. So, Mitch, what, what? do you think is a, a project other than a payment method with? cryptocurrency oh boy here are you sure are you ready for this yeah i want to hear it because then I <laughs> okay educate, so you educate me so i think on a on a realistic level there's a there's a bunch of them and i think one of one of my top faves is um privacy tokens um but actually almost equal to that i would say eth lend project um where you have peer-to-peer -peer lending abilities um, I think that that is a great, you know, a great use case. God, there's so many, you know, when it comes to like utilities, I think um, uh, a new project that came out not too long ago, uh, it's called Sparkle Token. I think that is a great utility case. Um, there was a project that the professor and myself were working on as a utility case. It's called Knobs Token. Um, it's in the middle of about this the other day. Yeah. And it's in the middle of reorganizing, I should say. And, uh, you know, that token right there, that project right there will be an amazing utility case when it comes to bringing 
integrity back into the crypto space or not i shouldn't say back in but make bringing it more to the forefront because there's so many scammy projects out there that people you know are so almost paranoid of scams anymore and you have to be because they're so prevalent so i think that that's a great use case um you know there there's god uh bat token you know as far as rewards um, being able peer to peer, I think is, a, is one of the biggest things, you know, like being able to do stuff from one person to another with crypto and on a blockchain and have that security of the blockchain for the transaction, whatever that transaction may be, whether it's information, you know, uh, another one would be, um, being able to, oh, what's it called? Not trademark, but trademark your, your name, right? Domains, right? There's, there's projects out there on the blockchain that allow you to, create a domain and keep that domain on the on the blockchain. So there's millions and millions of use cases. And then that's kind of why I asked, because when most people speak of cryptocurrencies, you know, they're talking about the top few and they're talking about uh, coins mostly that are a currency value. And that's cool, you know, because that is the next way of the future. But I think there's so many other things on the blockchain and so many other things in the crypto space that have validity and that have, um, you know, benefits to all of us as well that, you know, you need to diversify the, the thought process there, I think. No, and I agree with you. That's an excellent point. So I did have an idea, and this is kind of why I was even asked to be a part of the Litecoin Foundation. And it kind of got shot out of the water because it, it, it just seems so difficult to tell people, we just want to give you money. and. Oddly enough, you have to go through a lot of hoopla to give somebody money. Now, what do I mean by that is I started a, uh, a little hashtag called blockchain for the homeless, which was enabling homeless people to utilize a QR code um, so that they wouldn't have money on their person, that they and they're unbankable and that they could be able to have a wallet with a valued token, even if it was a homeless token um, or a homeless, you know, um, project token to where they could redeem their token at a homeless shelter for items, whether it even be soap or a shower or a night, a, a, a sleep or food. They couldn't huh. buy alcohol. They couldn't buy drugs. And the way that they would acquire that token would be like an atomic swap to where they could accept Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum as a QR code. Now, Charlie developed a QR code inside of a QR code inside of a QR code. So it would oh, work wow. no matter what you scanned, it would scan the right one. Um, you do know that QR codes, you only need about 70%. So you could literally take, um, you know, chunks of, of QR codes and put them together and they'll work for other QR codes if you wanted them to. So I wanted to try to get that on board, but to go to the homeless shelters and get them hooked up with like Coinbase Commerce or, or you know, some way of them changing it to a fiat, being able to accept um, donations with cryptocurrency and then be able to um, donate to a homeless person Without having to stop your car and, and pull out your change and throw it at the guy. 
you know, and and then the, the guy knowing that he's got pockets full of change and money, you know, he's safe with crypto. Nobody can really steal his stuff. So, mm-hmm. but I'm more of that type of helping the homeless, helping other countries, poor countries. That's how I see crypto helping um, the security measures, keeping it kind of on the down low and blockchain. And that, that's kind of for me, that's it. And cool. there's so much, I don't think I'd have enough time to, no. to grasp anything. No, you more. wouldn't. You wouldn't Most really. Definitely. I mean, uh, I wish I knew statistically how many how many bytes of information the human brain could process and maintain and and hold in the course of a 24-hour period and actually be able to recall those tidbits, those bytes of information. That would be something interesting to look into because I know <laughs> mine isn't shit right now. <laughs> I, I think the human brain can process at about 1,000 petaflops or 2,000 petaflops, something like that. So, yeah, if we I mean, could get our brain to mine Bitcoin, we could mine like a Bitcoin a day. Really? It's the, the processing power of the human brain is absolutely incredible, but it's just the fact that yeah. there's that we haven't figured out yet how to harness it that you know. Yeah, right? there's no way to tap into it. You can't you can't how to train it. You, your head would blow up. Your no, head would not, blow I up. I would say there's no way. We just haven't found it yet. Right. We just yeah. haven't found it yet. We just haven't found that particular link that we need. You know, I mean the, the the applications of tech change so fast and the different types so you know biological computing is advancing at a rate that's just unbelievable so um i wouldn't be surprised to see some some really crazy sci-fi shit as far as harnessing the human brain's processing power uh, a lot sooner than you might think kind of like that movie with uh oh what's his name it was in it um where he was a vet and he actually he he was dead but his body they kept his brain alive and he was doing all these missions and stuff what the hell was the name of that it was kind of like i feel like i remember this but i can't i can't point yeah i can't either and And i'm thinking of the one with the girl that took the um the uh like fetal hormones or something and they, they made it into a synthetic drug and she took them all and then literally became the universe like she just no. she whisked away into the universe <laughs> Crazy. yeah i don't think i caught that one had, either she nope, had so sure much knowledge uh <laughs> she had so much knowledge she didn't know what to do with it and and uh it, it was a good movie you you would know it if you Wait, was that it. the one that she's lucy where, where she started lucy. out just like yeah that one lucy where they, they were just in that room okay. for like at the beginning yeah and yeah that yeah, was a she's crazy just movie. a normal lady she's just a normal person and then she get and so she's just getting smarter and she's like, I can feel my hair growing. <laughs> That's a crazy I can movie. remember <laughs> the smell of your of your breath when I was born. I remember the heartbeat of your heartbeat when I was in when I was just a fetus. And <laughs> oh, you're tripping out because like Morgan Free and, and it was great because she said, What should I do? Because I will be done here, like I'm gonna die. And and he said, Well, the human um, the, the instinct is to ke- pass on the information that you learn. And she's like, "All right, I'll pass on all the information. I have a database in your computer in in about an hour." <laughs> and boom! And he she shoved everything on a chip. Everything she knew about everything. But I don't think you can. I don't think we can handle it. 
I don't think we could handle it. So at some point, like humans, we have to adapt. We have to, we, we, technology is part of like our, in our genes. Like we have to always get better, stronger, faster. Uh, you know, it, it's just like instinctive and conformity is, is, well, insanity, I think. But if you think about this, th just think about this a little bit with, with, Big business rules change, right? So what's right for you and me may not be right for them. For example, Marlboro. Everybody knows cigarettes kill you, but yet nobody will ban cigarettes because the company's too big. Our banking systems. Nobody's going to ban the banking system because everybody needs the banking system. If Marlboro were to conform and say, we're going to ban cigarettes and only produce marijuana cigarettes that's once it's all legal everywhere right they would be able to uh integrate their their technology and their manufacturing capabilities right into growing marijuana and 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 packaging it and selling it and doing whatever the hell they want to do with it and they'd go right along like nothing happened banks same thing all they need to do is integrate cryptocurrency into their banking structure to allow people the freedom to know what their what where their money is through the blockchain, I think it would be incredible, and that would save the banking system too. We just flip them. Um, my ideal banking system is this: you have to have a banking account at least for now, because anytime you buy anything, you have to have your routing number. You know, like I have auto pay and. And they have to use your routing number, your bank account number, an authentication number. Well, what if we all had a bank account with all those numbers and it had a zero balance? The only, it was only connected to your crypto account, uh, any, any one of your wallets or, or any wallet that you want. And when you wanted to spend money, it withdrew it from your crypto into your bank account and paid those bills or did that transaction. <clears throat> then you you'd always have zero balance in your bank, but you'd have a bank, and so anybody could go get a bank account because you don't have any money in it. And the the, the authentication part of it is that when I used to have the shift card, when I'd sent when I'd spend it, it would send me a thing that said you just spent money at the Seven Eleven, and I'd say yes I did, and it'd go okay. I didn't have to approve it, but I just said, yeah, I did. But it already went through. You know how crypto is. Once you make the payment, it's gone. So you could still do the same thing with your phone, whether it's fingerprint or facial recognition to where. And, and nobody needs to get a payment right the second, you know, like my car payment. They're going to take three or four days with my bank anyways. Transfer funds and got to go through the ether and you know it's, it's got to do its thing before it gets to them where this would be instantaneous as long as i approved it you know it would say your payment for your car is due do you wish to pay now and i just go yes that would just give the protocol for the wallet crypto wallet to go ahead and pay the bank and then they could change it into any fiat they want or whatever they want yeah man the applications are endless i know Chase coin is amazing. 
So I'm going to ask you this. We're going to kind of go off topic here, but I'm curious, what crypto Twitter personality would you be most afraid of being haunted by? Crypto personality. Oh. Uh, tw- a Twitter crypto personality? I mean, yeah, we can expand it to just crypto in general, but yeah, just somebody in the crypto space. Somebody in the crypto space. Uh, <laughs> Ken Bozak. Oh, dude. Nice. Yeah, that would. Can you just imagine? <laughs> You'd be sleeping and be like, he me. hey, bro, bro. <laughs> like, shit. Hey, bro, bro. <laughs> you want to go do sit-ups because i can only do 10 right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude no, I, I really my, do like my Bozak. Bozak. that would be terrible that'd be terrible it'd be, oh, it'd be terrifying like, that is that is a good one I, I i like that one i'd have to say spoon man myself but i'm afraid of him <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit what about you professor so, yeah there you go oh what about me turn the tables shit yeah, yeah that's a good question i would say man there's so many people that i would not want to be haunted by in crypto twitter <laughs> shit i was gonna say witty but then i think i would just Aww. get some cool like music in the background he'd just be like spinning some yeah, shit right? in the corner of my house so that'd be fucking amazing no. that's what i mean like right. i was like you know one of the DJs, but then well, you know, wait, I we think didn't ask, is it an evil haunt or a good haunt? Yeah, that's right? true. But but I said what would be the well, I, I did say what would be the worst to be haunted by. So okay, um, all right, I'd have to say Fun Face or or Crypto Raptor. They one of those two would definitely be, be my nightmares. Euclid, man, Euclid would haunt you like a son of a bitch. I love Crypto Euclid, dude. Euclid's amazing. Oh yeah, he's awesome. He's but it'd awesome. be terrible to be haunted by. He'd bring his Sasquatch friends. It just, it wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> he just reminds me of, um, you know, like with him, it would be some cheesy background on a green screen and him just kind of walking at you, looking at you going, let's play and have fun. Let's right. Play and have right. Fun. Over and over again. <laughs> just be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Like you could pinwheel eyes spinning around his head. Yeah, no, that would be hilarious. That would be so the girl hilarious. from the ring. Yeah, okay, oh. so here, this is reality. He did a he did a he did a a, a friggin' <laughs> 26 second video went like this. Hey everybody, um, I just wrote a song and it went like this. He started p- playing the most beautiful music on his guitar. And then he took a breath and just started screaming. At the top of his lungs, and I about pissed my pants. Laughing so funny. Oh, Jim, are you are you going to the St. Louis meetup? I cannot. I okay. Okay. Well, I would love. That's cool. You know, we can't do them all. So much. No, I can't do them all. Right. Right on. Well, cool, man. You know, I, I, I really, I'm really hoping that we can manage our schedules right. And I'm hoping this bull run is favorable to us. I'm hoping the, the, the tip logs keep coming into the campfire and we can actually afford to do everything that it is we want to do for the adoption of crypto. And you know, those that just happens to be getting out there to Vegas and getting out there to California. Um, You know, those are two probably biggest opportunities I see that we have this year. Um, And I'm just on fire to do them both. So, you know, it's going to be crazy. And then the St. Louis meetup. So we're working on making it happen for sure. You know, and the support of the community has been amazing. So 
I just, I'm, I'm really on fire about it. And, you know, hopefully we play our cards right and we're, we're at all of them. And that's, that's kind of our goal. So, oh, yeah. well, you know, if, if you need a ride, just call Clint Westwood. He'll come. Oh, yeah, Bitcoin right. Bus. In oh, that yeah. Bitcoin bus. <laughs> in that Bitcoin, Bitcoin bus. bus. You, Hell yeah. You may not come back. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. That's okay. I might not I'll want to. down the black yeah. hole, Clint. I don't mind. Yeah. Oh, my no, God. But then all of a sudden, he'll pop something. up with a video. Hi, it's me. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what state are we in? I don't even know. Oh, shit. And by the way, we've got Euclid and Bozak in the back. There you go. <laughs> in the back of the bus. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Jim, it's been awesome having you on this show tonight, man. It's it, This has been a great evening. Definitely have to do this again. Look forward to seeing you in, in Vegas for sure. I really, sure. you know, I really enjoyed the time we spent, you know, shooting the shit and getting to know each other out there in uh, Jersey. It was definitely an experience I'll never forget. And like you said, I'm still kind of buzzing from it. No question. You know, every time I see a, a Clint Westwood video or, you know, the people that I was there with, you know, Litecoin, Lisa, you, you know, Zog, just, you know, Amina, the list goes on. Mitch, you were buzzing about it three weeks before it started. Oh, <laughs> you, I know. And it's just like on the podcast. I before can't stop. It was crazy. Awesome. It was just such an impact. It was. And you're going to be the same way. When we come Dude, back I'm from so St. Louis, I'm, I'm, you are never going to come. You're never going to come down off that high. And nope. we're going to get right back into it in October. So you're just, this if is going to be a crazy then. year. Hell yes. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm stoked, if man. you guys don't mind, if I could plug one thing, I would love sure. to plug one thing if you let me. You got it. Okay, with regards to the Litecoin app, I just want you all it to know. It might cost you something at the at the summit, but go ahead. Oh, I'll pay you. Don't worry. I'll buy the Guinness, and they better have some freaking Guinness. <laughs> there but, you go. Um, just so you know, from Custom Ratchet Belt, who you can find on the Litecoin app, I got a bitchin' belt, a Litecoin belt buckle and belt. From Crypto Coffee Store, which you can find on the Litecoin app, uh, I've got a bitchin' pair of Litecoin high tops. Through uh, Bit Ninja, I will be sporting my Polo Litecoin Volunteer shirt and hat. Um, that I got everything through the Litecoin app, and that everyone else can too. Nice. Just go on there. Every company accepts Litecoin. You know, Professor, did you catch that? He he said a plug, and he just like got five plugs in on us in like thirty seconds. Did you catch that? Uh, it was that was pretty slick, brother. It was pretty slick. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was just explaining what I was gonna wear. I'm just like, no. I'm just giving and you shit, Jim. Man, that was that was good, awesome. Man. We we do and not mind at app. all. I'll Hell have my yeah. App so I can go to Dunkin' Donuts for a nice hot cup of coffee. There you go. Right on. Dunkin' Donuts too. That's so and maybe cool. we'll get a free coffee. And maybe I'll <laughs> yeah. get a free coffee. <laughs> so right. buddy have a great evening you know it was a pleasure you having too. you Thanks, on the show Mitch. again oh my god this was awesome so thank you so much for coming on man i really mean that no problem. it was awesome anytime just let me know right on damn straight have a good one man absolutely yeah buddy. all right peace peace man that was awesome having him on the show tonight i i really like the guy he's got a lot of enthusiasm he's obviously got a lot of passion for the litecoin family and the litecoin foundation uh, just a really genuine down to earth, you know, big hearted guy. And I, I, I really connected with him well in, in New Jersey for sure. 
Yeah, it seems like he's got quite a bit of experience in in all sorts of different fields. I think he's a lot like I am, and you know, like you said, just if you want to build something, just figure out how to do it. You know, right. I, I'll always I love people like that that don't feel like they're constrained by their current knowledge base. People that that are like willing to go out and learn more stuff and educate themselves on new tools to build uh, whatever it is that they want to build. Sure. You know, whether it be an app or a, like he said, a bicycle or whatever you're building. If you don't know how to do it, go learn. That's that's so cool to see people like that. I just, I need to, th- I think I need to settle my brain down enough to be able to focus on something long enough to be able to learn it. You know, I mean, I'm learning over repetition and, and time when it comes to everything I've been into in this last year and a half. Right. Yep. I mean, it's, it is so hard sometimes to just set that time aside to just sit down and oh. truly absorb. Right. Cause you, I mean, you can never really truly learn something deeply unless you devote quite a bit of time to it, but you know, you, you can kind of yeah. get that base level, but yeah, it, it is hard to find time to really, really get into stuff and you know because we've talked before you know because your memory your your mind is racing so fast and you're thinking about so many different things because there's so much on your plate to focus on one thing long enough to actually absorb it retain it and remember it the next day is oh my god it's unbelievably challenging i cannot believe how challenging that is for for me anyway i mean man and it's like my you know, my wife will say, well, don't you remember? Or you'll say, don't you remember? Like, you know, the, the invite to California, I, what, what, huh? Huh? You know, I was like, what? So, so what we're saying is the first stage of transcendence needs to be some sort of memory enhancement ability. Yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Whether it's, I don't care if it's a little computer screen that gets embedded on your forearm, you just hit a button and it go, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to remember. <laughs> so you mean you're talking like a smartwatch? You like a smart watch, but yeah, yeah, okay, you know that exists. It's just not built in. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> God, Mister uh, Technical over here. So yeah, but it's fun doing <laughs> that though, because it's like you know, back in the '80s, that would have been, you know, just for example, even the early '90s. Wait, you know, we had those back in the '80s. Remember that watch that actually played music back in the '80s? The the, the keys, the buttons. I don't remember the '80s. I was born in '89. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. God, '89. I was yeah. like. Two years into the military by then. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy shit. <laughs> All right, young. Right? So <laughs> I love it. It is crazy how fast tech's advancing, though. That's something that just in, in one person's lifetime. Can you imagine the day when we have the screen that we can touch the button and it tells us what we're doing? And then like here we are just within a, a fraction of that lifetime and it's a real thing. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The smartphone. Yes. Anyways, guys, we're so glad you came tonight. You showed up on the show. You're listening to our podcast and, you know, the community is just growing off the hook. It's it's amazing to see all the positive sentiment flying around about Crypto Campfire. We are just like we're we're in the clouds, man. And, you know, the 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 tip logs that you guys can put on the campfire to help bring us to these adoption things that we want to go to and and be able to take this on the road is a big help. Uh, just, you know, the support of the community more than anything, it, it means the world to us guys. Again, thanks for showing up tonight. It was a pleasure to, to be able to perform this podcast for you. We hope you're enjoying it. Keep up the follows, keep up the shares and the retweets. We really enjoy seeing that as well. You guys have yourself a great evening. Y'all have a good night. Peace.